That's right. Happy, happy Mother's Day. We celebrate you, all of you moms today. Um, I want to talk a little bit, not long, talk to you a little bit what I sense God is emphasizing. We talked about it last week as well. Um, But he's teaching the church to be the church 24-7, where we really have emphasized for many years our Sunday morning gathering. I I still think that's going to be an important part of our lives moving forward. But he's wanting to take the emphasis off of that onto what happens in our houses, that we get to actually host the presence of God as individuals and as family units every day, 24-7, God is available and we want his presence in our houses, don't we? Don't we? Don't we? What happens when God comes in the house? Well, joy comes in the house because he's a God of joy. Peace comes in the house because he's the God of peace. Healing, power, Divine wisdom, the attributes of God actually come into our lives, into our house, and we get to actually host God. And that's what we want to emphasize in this season, this house of acts, that that we're hosting God intentionally. And uh, we desire those things in our lives, and and the way we do that is we honor God, and we bless Him, and we we pay attention to what He is attracted to. Uh, the Bible says that we actually he draws near to those who would draw near to him. And we've just been doing that in worship. And it's something you can do in your house every day. So this is really a big deal in his heart. You know, the world has taken away sports from us, taken away movie cinemas from us, taken away going to school from us. And we're getting to spend a lot, a lot of time together as families. And, and some of it's been really good. And some of it's been... Kind of hard. And uh, I just want to talk about taking advantage um, intentionally about learning as a family, learning as an individual in your home to cultivate a place where God like is pleased to come to and be part of. And so that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about a virtue today. It's very easy to jump into this virtue that God is attracted to because it being Mother's Day. And so I want to jump into Ephesians chapter 6 verse 2 where it says, honor your father and mother so it may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth. Now that's a crazy promise. A command that says, if you honor your father and mother, it's going to go well with you and you will live long on the earth. Who wants to sign up for that? <laughs> I want to sign up for that. How, does, how do we sign up for that? We honor, honor. The virtue of being an honoring people, an honoring person, an honoring family. I want to talk about this word honor for just a minute. Like what, how can we describe what is honor? Well, honor would be contributing or attributing value, worth to somebody by respecting them, by acknowledging them and, and what they bring to your life, celebrating them. Uh, sometimes we can understand a word by looking at, the opposite. What, what would dishonor mean? Well, dishonor would mean to neglect somebody, disregard, not appreciate, um, not contribute or attribute value towards. And so when it says to honor your father and mother, um, he's, he's saying, like, give value toward them, honor them. I'm going to go to another uh, scripture. Oh, first, I want to talk about Bill Johnson's definition because I love it. It helps me grab a hold of honor. He says, honor is celebrating who somebody is without stumbling over 
who they're not. In other words, we, we look at somebody and we value how God created them and the good that they are without getting caught up or becoming upset about how they fall short. That we recognize who they are without stumbling over who they're not. It's so, so good. So today we have a day that we call Mother's Day. One day out of 365 days. So you think that honoring mothers is about today? Probably, probably not. It's probably a lifestyle, right? It's a, it's a lifestyle of honoring our fathers and mothers. I want to show another scripture that kind of help us grab a hold of this concept of honor in Romans 12:10. It says, "Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Give preference, give preference to one another in honor." I've told this story before, but this mom actually recounts this story. She has a five-year-old son, a three-year-old son, three-year-old son's Jimmy, five-year-old son's name is Alan. And uh, they're arguing over who gets the first pancake. Mom's making pancakes, and, and they're arguing who gets the first one. The mom turns to them and says, hey, you know, if you want to be like Jesus, you'll turn to your brother and say, you can have the first pancake. And so Alan, the five-year-old, turns to the three-year-old brother, Jimmy, and says, hey, Jimmy, how about you be like Jesus? <laughs> I mean, we can all relate to that, right? I mean, we have this, like, self-centered nature in us. And as parents, actually, one of our big assignments in raising our children is, like, teaching our children to give preference to others in honor and to celebrate other people and, and demonstrate that. This idea of honoring your mom is, is really connected to honoring God. And I want to talk about just one point. I had three points. I've narrowed down to one point. How do we honor mom? How do we honor God? And I want to talk about honoring mom with our speech. Honoring mom with our speech. If you would, turn to Ephesians chapter 4, the main passage that I want to spend a little bit, a few moments in. Ephesians 4 verse 29, it says, never let ugly or hateful words come from your mouth. But instead, let your words become beautiful gifts. Isn't that cool? That encourage or build up others. Do this by speaking words of grace to help them. Now, one of the things we've learned, and you know this, you've experienced, that death and life are in the power of the tongue. This is actually the transition decade of the power of the mouth. And I, I think God is accentuating this idea of how we handle our words determine how much God is attracted to us. What we're declaring, what we're saying, actually determines what world we're pulling into our lives experience. Are we pulling in heaven? Or actually we bring in the powers of darkness into our lives. If praise invites heaven, then complaining invites something different, doesn't it? And so we're, we're in this place where God is saying the power of the mouth is really important to think about. And he's saying, honor God, honor mom with your speech. Uh, when Brenda and I were raising our children, it was very important for us like, to shut down harsh words towards our children. I mean, we, we ourselves had to really watch our mouths so we expect, spoke edifying, building up, encouraging type words, not discouraging type words, not harsh words. 
And we never allowed in our home the words like stupid, jerk, harsh words that, that tore other people down. And uh, in fact, uh, Brenda and I were talking about last night about, you know, all of our homes are in process, okay? I mean, I know out there you're thinking, don't say stupid. I'm trying to keep my kids from killing each other. Um, and that's real. That, that's real. We're all on this journey of process. Um, one of the things that we used to do with our children when they were not nice to each other, and it actually was Brenda's idea, is sit them on the couch and make them hold hands. And, you know, first they're like, <laughs> like this, you know, but before long, you know, they kind of were making a game of it because actually they're in the same household. It's a household of covenant. It's a household of, of protecting one another, learning how to value one another, honoring one another. And so it's really critical that we learn how to honor moms, honor one another. Um, we've been in this space of being together for quite some time. Thankfully, it's getting nice outside. We, I think we can see the light at the end of the tunnel, especially here in Alaska. I'm so thankful we get to be here in Alaska. But I want you to know something about this commandment, honor your father and mother, is there's no qualifiers. It, it doesn't say if, if your mom is a good mom or your dad is a good dad. There's no qualifier that they have to live up to. It's more of a virtue of representing his world into this world. It's you're responsible to be an honoring person. And I want to give you two reasons why you can always honor people. Two reasons, no matter if it's your parents, if it's your children, if it's other people, that you have two reasons always to honor people. And the first one is that they were created in the image of God. Every person on this planet were created in the image of God. And the Biblical commentary says, and when he finished, he said, very good. When each person on this earth was knitted in their mother's womb, he was in the process of making somebody that he could pronounce over their lives, very good. So that person that like really gets under your skin, that person that annoys you, whether it's in your household or your neighbor or your workplace or school, that person, God said when he finished them, said, very good. And if he, God, our creator, says very good, then we need to come in agreement and not stumble over what they're not. The second point and reason we can always value people is because every person on this earth was impacted by the heart of God or was invited into a relationship with God because Jesus Christ took upon his body all their sins. Every one of their sins. So a lot of those things that annoy us about people, Jesus already paid for. He already paid for. If we stay bitter with them, if we, if we don't forgive them, then it's very difficult for us to honor them. And Jesus Christ already paid for all their sins. And that's everybody. Even people that don't believe in Jesus. They may not have relationship with God. But one of the ways that actually we invite them into relationship with God. Is to honor them as somebody that Jesus died for on the cross. So we take that attitude. We take it into our homes. And we become a home that cultivates honor. And God, like God says, this is a place I can trust my glory to. Because they value people. They value me. They value their moms. They value their dads. It's interesting. Uh, last night, Brenda and I were sitting around the fire. And, and I asked Brenda, I said, so Brenda, you're a mom, now a grandmother. 
what, you know, as you think through your life, what has made you feel honored? The first thing she said, take note. The first thing she said was, well, actually, when my children loved each other and was nice and kind to each other, I felt really honored. Now, here's what I want you to get. Brenda took it personal how her kids treated each other. She took it personal. If her kids were unkind to each other, then she went, ouch, it grieved her heart. It grieved her heart. And this is just like God. I want you to look at this next verse. Ephesians, let's see, here it is. Ephesians 30. Never grieve the Spirit of God or take for granted His holy influence in your life. Lay aside bitter words, temper tantrums, revenge, profanity, and insults. You see there, God takes it personal. (laughs) How we treat people, He takes personal. Just like our moms. I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but, but the government of heaven is family. When God decided to bring his blueprint to earth, he created man and woman in his image. And he said, be fruitful, multiply, have kids, and fill the earth, and bring dominion, right? And so the government of heaven is family, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is who dwells with us now, and the Holy Spirit's names of the Holy Spirit are much like mom's. Comforter, teacher, encourager. Is there anybody that generally is a bigger fan than moms? And so when we want to host the presence, the Holy Spirit in our homes, we have to recognize that what we say about others either partners with his heart or partners with somebody else's agenda. And so this is really, really a big deal. The last verse, verse 32, I just want to read... But instead, be kind and affectionate toward one another. Has God graciously forgiven you? Yes, he has. Then graciously forgive one another in the depths of Christ's love. Now, many of our moms, most of our moms, assume a lot of responsibility. And I could list a whole bunch out. They cook. Like one of the children said, she feeds me. Um, They wash dishes. Oftentimes, they wash our faces, uh, they wash our clothes. I mean, we could put a list of duties that they take on in our homes. Um, and and it, it's important that we say thanks. I think being thankful invites heaven. So being thankful today, being thankful every day for all that your mom does is one of the things I taught our children. Every meal, I would say, what do you say to mom? Thank you, mom. This is, thanks invites heaven. Thankfulness invites heaven. I want to tell you a story because sometimes we have pain and hurt because not all moms were what we were hoping for. And I want to tell you a story a pastor uh, friend shared. He had a, a young woman that was in his life, a co-worker actually, before he became a pastor. She was 20 years old and she came from a dysfunctional home. Um, her father left before she ever knew him and her mom was not kind. Her mom was rude and actually abusive. And uh, she grew up um, not being loved by her mom, neglected and and very hurt. Um, She came to know Jesus in her early 20s to trust Christ as her Lord and Savior and to follow after him. And one of the first scriptures she ran across that really impacted her was this scripture. 
to honor your father and mother, and life will go well with you, and you will live a long life on the earth. And so she take it, took it to heart, and she started intentionally going towards her mom and honoring her mom and demonstrating that she had value for her mom. She wanted a relationship with her mom in many different ways. And uh, at first it meant nothing. Her mom just blew her off. Um, but she was intentional, and she just kept at it. And after about a year, her mom, you could tell, was starting to like um, become more tender towards her daughter. It was Christmas Day, and her, her uh, daughter bought a real expensive veil of perfume. And uh, she came, uh, brought it, and gave it to her mom. And, and they were pretty having a pretty good day, but this rage at one point rose up in her mom. And her mom took the perfume and shattered it on the floor. It just spilled all across the floor. And in that moment, as the mom looked at what she had just done, the spirit of conviction came on her. And she realized, this is how I've treated my daughter my whole life. She fell on her knees and she asked, begged forgiveness. She said, I realize I've tormented you and not loved you. The end of the story is now that mom and her daughter and her daughter's husband and children all worship Jesus in the same church family. Because one daughter took this word literally. She is living a blessed life. I believe that we invite the blessings of God if we create houses of honor or we push them away by being dishonoring people. Let's become honoring people. Amen? Let's become honoring people. I've asked Brenda to come, and she's going to join me. And uh, we want to pray uh, for people, especially ladies. Hi, honey. And I want to, I, I'm going to begin just, begin just by praying for your, for your family, okay? Um, if you have a mom, I would, I would encourage you just to stand around her, put your hand on her, uh, bless her, um, and just come into agreement uh, for God's loving kindness, like to fill her up overflowing. And, and uh, so, Father, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for families that are represented by us watching here. I thank you for the single people who aren't in a family unit right now, and I bless them as well for ladies and, and women who are in that place by themselves right now. Father, you are good enough to make up the difference for what we don't have in our lives, and I just pray your blessing over these women, over these families. God, release a culture, an intentional culture of honor in our houses. Let us honor our moms. Not just today, but 365 plus days a year, 24-7. Help us, Lord, to walk in honoring our moms, being grateful for them, encouraging them, building them up, appreciating them, acknowledging their worth and their contribution to our lives. I pray this in the powerful name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Go ahead, baby. Who are you praying for? Go ahead. God, I just thank you so much for the privilege of being a mother. Thank you, God, that you have put your attributes in us as moms, that we can comfort and encourage and love our kids because of the way you feel about us. So, so, so thankful for that. And this morning, I think about all the ladies who wish that they were moms and yeah. god i just ask that you would 
bless people that want to be mothers this yeah. year with that ability that whatever the issue is, God, we just ask you to make it right. Because right. if somebody has that desire in their heart, I, I believe it's your desire too. Mm -hmm. So I pray comfort. Today's a hard day for a lot of people. And I pray that you would bring your comfort. Yeah. I also um, think of people who've lost their moms and just ask that you would bring special comfort to their hearts today as yeah. well. Help them to know how much you love them. And, and I pray that they would have good memories yes, of their God. moms. And then we also want to lift up the moms whose kids have turned their backs on you, turned their backs possibly yeah. on them. And we ask for restoration. Yes, Lord. That the prodigal children would yes, come home. God. Yes, God. God, draw their hearts back to you. Even on this day, Mother's Day, what a great day yeah. to come home. Amen. And so, Father, we just pray that you would break addiction over kids. Yeah. And... Um, just help them to desire a relationship with you. Amen. So come home, prodigals. Come on. Yeah. 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 We just, we just um, bless all you households, moms who are working extra hard right now because of the situation we're in. I just, uh, man, I just ask for an extra dose yeah. of courage and of fun and <laughs> the ability to stay present with your children and use this as a time to really yeah. pour into them. Amen. I bless all of you Yeah. in Jesus' name. Yeah, in Jesus' name. We bless you in the name of the Lord. And we're just going to finish with a worship song declaring the blessing of God over your home. for you. He's for you. Just a practical application. I encourage you to take some time this afternoon if you do have a family unit and, and speak words of life over each other. Actually put different people in the seat and say, this is what I appreciate about you. This is what I see in you. The mom in the group will feel the delight of the Lord by watching you speak words of life over each other. And I just want to encourage you, but because it doesn't come natural sometimes. We have to like keep trying, keep trying, laugh through it all, have fun. Um, but I believe that the Lord wants to create a culture of honor in every household and every person's life that's watching by speaking life and words of encouragement. So I bless you, bless your day, bless your week. In Jesus' name, amen.